What's up, guys? Welcome to the Free For All Podcast, All Things Geek. I'm your host, Evan Swafford. With me, as always, Josh Barnett. I want to go to bed. You always do. I really do. I, I could sleep 100% of my day. Chuck Nally. Hello. The awake and happy to be awake, Chuck Nally. I'm ready. Let's do it. Take that, Josh. More finished shows. I could just log out. Shut <laughs> up, Josh. Uh, finished shows. Let's talk about some stuff. Uh, Chuck. We put it off for a while. It's one of our favorite shows. It was hard for it to end. Let's talk about The Expanse. Okay. <laughs> Go on. No, I mean, it's sad that it's it's over. I know that there's, like, um, you know, fans that want to see, like, a movie or something like that, but it's not going to happen. So, six seasons. I mean, it did have six seasons. Oh, well, then there you go. In a movie. <laughs> um, <clears throat> them's the rules. Yeah, well, I mean, the final three books take place in, like, the far future, uh, correct? I have not gotten to that point yet, but I think it's, I think it's like 30 years. It's not far, far, but it is advanced, the story, quite a bit. All right, so what do you think about the last season? Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was a fitting ending. Um, I was nervous that people were going to get killed. Like Amos, Amos and Drummer <coughs> are my two favorite characters in the Expanse, like by a lot. I'm with you. Amos is um, the fucking best, man. I love Bobby too. Yeah, I'm glad they finally let Bobby be a badass because she really has him in the in the book, the second book, she is a murder machine. She is unstoppable to the point where Amos won't even like he's like, No, 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 you do whatever you gotta do. I'll be over here. Like he, he won't do he won't mess with her at all. God, they're the best. When he asked her if she wants to come to the brothel with him, I'm like, God, you guys would have murder babies. <laughs> <laughs> they would also be huge. Yeah. They would come out like seven foot tall and with 24 inch bi- uh, pythons. Yeah. No Hulkamaniacs here. Um, but uh, yeah, I, the parts that I liked, I liked quite a bit. Naomi still. God, she's terrible. <laughs> like last season was bad. This season was bad. Her son is awful. He's not a good actor. He's also just a little whiny bitch baby. That's and it correct. bothers me. Uh, I was sad that he lived. I was also sad that he lived. I wish that he would have got absorbed by the red flowing stuff. Correct. That, that was, was a that was a badass plan though. Like yes, what was. they did to trap him was really, really cool. Like I liked it a lot. That finale, just the whole battle was awesome it's one of my favorite episodes of tv from this past year like god it was awesome when they're pinned down trying to take over uh the ring with and the rail guns and they're all pinned down and i'm like oh no this is when amos is gonna die and then bobby just says fuck it and goes off in her fucking martian super suit and is just murdering fools gets pinned down 
Amos comes flying in to save her. He's getting shot, and they save, and you get the last minute save. I was just freaking out watching all that. It was so good. Yeah, it uh, was awesome. And then the after stuff where Holden was like, you know, taking responsibility. He's going to lead this independent, you know, ring governing thing or whatever. The yeah, the gates. It. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then um, Avasarala is like. Don't you fucking do it. I love it. Like, my, so my first act is to resign and let Kamina Driver be the and she was like, God damn it. It was so good, man. It was such a fitting in. It was so good for like it was it's exactly what you would expect Holden to do. Uh, it's what drummer deserves. And everybody kind of got where they needed to be. Also, the final shot of the show of in a show called The Expanse, and you see <coughs> The Rossinate just slowly going off into not the horizon, but into you know into space until it gets so small that you can't tell the difference between it and all the stars, and you're just looking at this massive field of stars. I was like, that was the best. I was like, as they're off into the expanse, it was so good, man. Yeah, I love this show. I I thought it was a great fun. I understand why they did all the stuff at the beginning of each episode, as that was the biggest tease as to what was leading into if they were to ever make the final three books. Cause I've done a, quite a bit of reading on what it's all about, about uh, one of the ring colonies where the proto molecules taking over uh, one of the species there. And, you know, they can raise people from the dead basically as proto people. Um, that was all interesting. I we finally saw where the Martian like rogue general went from last year. He's leading that colony, and then when he basically uh, told uh, Naomi's uh, former beau to "You're on your own, fuck off," I was like, "All right, I'm in for this." But he yeah, is like Arco, yeah, yeah. He is uh, that general's like kind of leads to what the big bad of like the final three books is i'm pretty sure because he creates basically the perfect military society so it's cool i'd love to see it i am i fully plan on i'm gonna go and read all the books but i, I definitely looking for i'm going to read like how the whole thing ends i want to read the final three books for sure uh but i loved it it is uh high on my list for the year just because god the expanse is so good um Let's talk a couple of shows. Uh, let's talk. And Josh, are you going to watch Atlanta? Probably not. All right. Chuck, let's talk Atlanta. Okay. Uh, real, I love this show still. Probably the my least favorite of the three, though. Yeah, big time. It has its moments, because holy God, that moment in episode two was the most out of nowhere thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I disagree with you as far as it being more out of nowhere than the invisible car. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, Tupac is real dead now. So, Josh, for reference, <laughs> Zazie Beat's character is, like, wandering around Europe. Uh, where are they at? They're, are they in, like, Stockholm or somewhere? Uh, right They're in there? Amsterdam, I think. They're in Amsterdam, yeah. She's wandering around. She hooks up, you know, her and, and um, Darius. Darius are just kind of go with the flow. They end up at this random cultish-like place. Everybody's dressed in white, and they're taking care of someone in a de- in a literal deathbed. That and 
it's Tupac, who's still alive. Yeah. And there's no reason for any of this. And, like, they get... Zazie's getting, like, sage, like, life advice and is, like, holding his hand and has it a tearful moment. And they're like, he's ready. And then the canopy off the bed dro- <laughs> drops and suffocates him as he fights for his life and they kill Tupac. There's no reason for this. I was just... I... I, it, I my jaw was on the floor and then I laughed hysterically. It was... I, I God, it was so fucking good. Right. The 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 part that I thought was funnier was is in the episode uh, Rich uh, Wigger Poor Wigger when the uh, the little black committee or whatever is interviewing him to decide whether or not he's black enough to get that scholarship. Right. Jesus, Christ, I laughed so. What mixes with Cavassier? Uh, 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 they're like just flying like all these questions at him, and then uh, he's like, "Man, we know you're not white." He's like, "Get out of here, Clarence Thomas." And he's like, "Man, you have to call him Clarence Thomas. He ain't that white." <laughs> there's there's still a lot of funny moments to the show. Um, I I've enjoyed the one offs. I thought they went a little too heavy into them, and I like the main crew. I didn't mind the fact that. You know, they tried to give a highlight to other characters, but they went real heavy into Zazie's character, and mm. the, the the crew was just split up a little too much. It was this, this it, overall. The season was kind of this. Well, no, it was dis- disappointing to me, just mostly because of there were so many one-off episodes this year. Where there's a lot they weren't to get. I love the episode where. Uh, where Paperboy gets stoned and is just taken around town by that one lady, and he runs into the Liam Neeson in a bar. <laughs> he's like, they're talking and stuff. Like, that. He's like, man, I love your music, and he's like, hey, I heard you had some problems. He's like, yeah, blah 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 blah. He's like, oh, okay, so, so we're cool now. He's like, oh no, no, I still hate you guys. <laughs> yeah, he's in a place called the Cancelled Club. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, that, that episode was really good. I liked that one and the that rich dude that had that tree in his backyard or whatever. I like that. That episode, episode was hilarious. Uh, it was really good. But uh, yeah, the, overall the season, yeah, there was just too many one-offs. That that whole uh, reparations episode was man. It was just kind of I don't know, ham-fisted. Yeah. I don't know. I, I lost some of uh, like it's always been kind of crazy, but also it's always remained funny. And this season's still funny, but not like the first two seasons were. This is the first time if Atlanta won't be in my top ten at you know when we do the awards. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. Sure. Um a couple more and then we'll get to the big stuff. Uh Severance. Okay. Uh Josh, are you gonna watch this? Your mom your mom told you to. She did. I was real bored by the first episode, so... Uh, I like this show a lot. Uh, man, it got nominated for a lot of stuff uh, at the Emmys. Um, what do you think about this, uh, Chuck? Um, I liked it pretty well, and then that kind of twist happened, and then I was like, ooh, 
and then now it makes me really excited for you know more seasons because uh there's still several characters in this show that we don't know the other side of them when they're not severed so uh i'm I'm very interested to see it but the um the last half of that season made the first half of that season way better in retrospect. Yeah, it, it explain it explained what how why they made it the way they did. I I don't disagree. It's slow. It's an intriguing but slow show until the last half when it ramps up a little bit. It's never like a mile a minute, but it ramps up. You start getting into a lot of character stuff that explains. Oh, this is why they're doing this, and yeah, I this show like just screams the story intrigues me like constantly. And then also the waffle party. Yeah. Waffle party. What a weird ass. <laughs> Let's watch people in old presidential mask. Just do striptease. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is happening? It was so weird in this house. That's just in this basement of a warehouse of a building. It's so <laughs> crazy. You know what character I really liked was that, uh, Oh, I forgot his name. That big black dude with the huge arms that yeah. was always super friendly. Yeah, he was great, but he was also like at the same time like clearly like kind of evil. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he was like a total corporate yes man. He does whatever that he's told, which is fine. But the actor was was really good that uh, played him. I love that character. Yeah, I, I think the, the acting all around with Adam Scott is really good at this. There's yeah. a lot of nuance to what he had to do, and I thought he was really, really good. Uh, all right, let's talk. Uh, let's talk winning time. The rise of the Lakers dynasty. Did you finish this? Yeah, I fucking love this show. <laughs> the show is great, man. It really uh, is. If you're a basketball fan, like you're gonna like this. And granted, they take a lot of liberties. Like this is not historic. Jerry West is an asshole, <laughs> and he is he is mad about this show. Uh, and I kind of get it, but also, like, it's clearly, like, a caricature of what he is. But, man, it's really interesting. Uh, they did a really good job. Casting magic is hard to do. You've got to get someone that's big, first off. I know you, you don't have to get someone that's actually 6'9", but you got to get someone that looks bigger than everybody else, can look good playing basketball, and he's got to have the smile, and he's got to have the charisma of Magic that makes Magic who he is. And I, I thought they nailed it. The guy playing Magic is really good. I like the guy playing Magic. Kareem the guy who plays really Kareem good. was perfect. Yeah. Uh, this is the first thing he's ever acted with, also, yeah. which is surprising to me. They had it's to find a guy cool. that was like I think I think he's like six ten in real life, and he's yeah. Kareem, who's like was like seven foot two. He's like uh, a professor or something. Yeah, he was really, really good. I mean, the show is, one, it's hilarious. I mean, it's a very, it's exactly what you think the show is. I can't, his name is Adam McKay. It's a very Adam McKay show. There's a ton of fourth wall breaking, um, taking a lot of liberties with what actually happened. Um, But it's funny, and it's a lot of fun, man. The basketball is really good. I really look forward to seeing more, like, the stuff with third. Um, Oh, man. The guy who, if he didn't have a good time being Larry Bird, uh, he shouldn't be acting anymore because that looked fun as hell. Correct. It was awesome. Um, that guy and, had his jump shot down, too, man. Yeah, he did. You know, that dude just practiced that for hours. Yeah. Um, 
And nope. he even had the, like, they wrote in the trash talk he's, when he was getting double teamed. Because going into that first game, those, like, Michael Cooper and somebody else is like, how good can he be? I mean, look at him. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to fake left, go to the right, and I'm going to hit this jumper right in your face. He's like, watch this. And then he does it. And that Michael Cooper's like, what? Yeah, he's like, what the fuck just happened? It's so good, man. Like, I loved all the stuff uh, with uh, Jerry, Dr. Jerry Buss. Um, what's his name? Is just fucking perfect. Uh, Raleigh. He's so good. Man. Like he's, he's great in this. Also, Adrian Brody was awesome. Yes, as Pat Riley, he was wonderful. My uh, favorite, one of my favorite scenes in this whole show was when Paul Westhead was like losing his shit, and Riley like held him under the shower. And oh then, yeah, that was and awesome. then he slicks his hair back to get the water out, and he looked up in the mirror, and it was like future Riley. And I was like, "Ooh, that's cool." That it was really dope. I like knowing basketball. Like I, so I kind of, I obviously, I know that they win the championship uh, that year. Like so, I, you kind of knew what was coming, but it was really cool to see where it's going. Like next year, we know Westhead's going to get fired. Um, we know that's when Pat Riley takes over. Uh, I just really, I love the ride that McKay takes us on to get there because he keeps it really funny and really fucking entertaining the entire time. Like, this this show is real high for me. Yeah, yeah, me too. It was also hilarious anytime Westhead just started quoting Shakespeare. It's it was. Funny. It was so fucking ridiculous. Now let's go get him! <laughs> Jason Siegel was great, man. He, he was. Great. Man, the casting was just really good all the way around. Um. All right. The big one, Josh. Let's get you back in here. Let's talk about Stranger Things season four, part one and two. Hell yeah! You have you have talked the least. Tell I have me, talked the least. Tell me about Stranger Things. Uh, this is one of my ten favorite seasons of television ever. Oh um, shit! I absolutely think that there is not a moment that I don't adore about this whole season. I think it was perfect from beginning to end. Um, I think that it handled the multiple plot lines spectacularly. I think that the new characters introduced were fantastic um, and tragic, and I'm very upset about it. Um, I just I think that it was the perfect escalation after having waited so long because I loved season three as well. Some people don't love it. That's um, but insane. <clears throat> I agree. But yeah, some people you thought it was love the worst. season three. Yeah, that's communist assholes. Same people. Um, Asshole communists, indeed. But yeah, I just think that this was like such a perfect escalation from where season three left off and continuing the storylines. Like this is this is ending up to be one of my favorite shows ever. I think it's just fantastic from beginning to end. I I think the show almost has gotten better as this went on. Season one is easily better than two. Two is the weakest season. Uh, Yes, it's four, three, one, two for me. Uh, and I think I agree. Uh, it was hard. I, I, I kept having three slightly ahead of it. And then I, I, four, I think four is my favorite season, man. I, I really fucking liked it. I will say one of my favorite moments ever in Stranger Things is Eddie doing the Metallica solo with like the red lightning in the background and stuff. That was like jaw drop bad ass. It was yeah. really good. Eddie's amazing. He was uh, such a good addition to the show. Um, oh, no, he won't. He's done. <laughs> be back. There's unre- there's unresolved issues there. there was, be- he got a great ending. It was awesome. 
The him, town him still thinks he's the fucking out. murderer. It's fine. His dad knows. His uncle. Uncle, yeah, uncle. Uh, and they know. I don't know. It was really. I thought it was kind of uh, poetic how he 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 got he got his own. You know, he made up in his own minds for uh, letting the cheerleader die at the beginning. So I like how he went out. Um, obviously, was hated to see him go, but I I, I liked what they did with him. Yeah, this show had like two moment of the year candidates. One, obviously that. I think maybe even slightly for me is the run up the hill moment where Max is escaping in part one, where she's getting away from Vecna and, you know, she's floating back in the regular world and she's trying to get back in. Uh, man, that that whole episode was amazing, but that one particular Ooh. scene, like my jaw was just on the floor. Everything about it was perfect. It was, I was so, so good. nervous that they were going to kill her. I was like, and she's so close. Like that, that whole thing was really, really cool. We've come so far on Max to not like when Max first came in. None of us were big fans. She was awful. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know that I thought awful, but she was just eh. Like she was just she, another character. No, they I mean, added it's on. not awful as like a character, but her character was awful. It's that if that's if that I know what, sense. I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, but it was hard. This, it was hard to like her. Season three, it was easy. <laughs> Because she entered in, like, with her and Eleven being kind of best friends and, you know, doing makeup and going to the mall and all that kind of stuff. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, she's a, a human person and not some demonic robot. Man, I usually don't like when people are separated and, you know, Elle's pretty much separated for most of the season. But I still loved it, man. Elle, Elle was great. Every, everything was good. I'm a little... I. I need the buyers boys to do something. Uh, um, they had older moments. brother. Yeah, I mean, they had a couple of moments, but overall the story hasn't done much. I think Will's going to matter a lot more in the final season just because of his connection and importance and all that. He just didn't do a whole lot this season. Um, I also don't think that kid's an amazing actor, but I don't know. We'll see. His older brother just becoming a stoner. I was like, all right, they just are biding their time on him. I mean, Argyle was the best, though. (laughs) He was all right. That guy is, that actor is incredibly, like, he only, (laughs) he plays that character in everything that he does. Yeah. I'm Um, okay with it, personally. But, man, he he was good in the show, though. He was funny. Part Um, two. Part two of the show was just nonstop awesome. Yeah, yeah. Four hours in two episodes, and it was the best. It was awesome. It was really good. I I didn't think I would like the Hopper side story and like the fact that they were all off doing their own thing. I loved that story. I loved all of it. It was all so good. It was my weakest part of the first part. Um, it became real strong in the second part. I agree um, with that. I, I do think that if there was a down part to the episodes, and I don't think there was necessarily, but I cared less about the Hopper stuff in the lead up to, and especially the Joyce and Murray stuff um, in the lead up to awesome. Murray was great. I, I freaking love that dude. But um, I think overall it was more build up for less payoff than the rest of the show was. Oh, God. personally, when the uh, fucking Dimbagorgon came out, Oh, that's the moment of the year. 
<laughs> when it when that fucking gate opened and it just exploded everyone like jumped over the line grabbed that dude threw him like head first into the corner of the fucking ceiling like everything about it and you know it had been three seasons since we really saw a demogorgon do anything and it was awesome i like the overarching story where they're going i like that it Kind of, it was Vecna the all along. Like the Mind Flayer is not controlling Vecna. Vecna created the Mind Flayer. Like he's turned him into the spider-like creature to represent uh, his obsession with spiders. Like I was like, oh shit, this is like a nice swerve that they're kind of doing it in an understated way. And Vecna is awesome. Like I love Vecna. Have you guys seen any of that, uh, like, people analyzing, like, past seasons where a lot of the shit that's been going on, you can hear a grandfather clock chiming? Yes. No. Oh, I that's, didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah he's the, been, the, the he's clock chimes. Shit this whole time. It's pretty cool. Every like single it. every single song that they've used, and this is obviously the most common time signature, but is in 4-4, um... Every like yeah, every season has had the clock chimes. They they they've planned this out. Um, in contrast to what we were talking about with Westworld, like this feels like every season has been part of the plan to begin with, um, and it's masterfully written. Now, there's also theories about like out there specifically relating to the D and D side of things because obviously that's a huge part of it as well. Mm-hmm. But not only <clears throat> is there like a pretty strong theory of Eddie coming back as like a vampiric character with his bat tattoos and the way he dies and him basically becoming Vecna's right-hand man who turns on him and ends up killing him in the long run. Um, There's also a theory of the big, biggest bad in D&D being a giant red dragon, um, possibly being the be-all, end-all big bad of this show, which if you look at Mike's painting, it's all of them fighting a giant red dragon. Uh, the one where he talks about Will being the heart of the crew. Right. Um, there's a lot of signs pointing to, because, like, if you look at, like, the creation of the under of the Upside Down and, like, every time they show it, like, there's still a significant portion of it that has been, like, hidden in fog and has, like, not been seen. Um, and people are theorizing that that dragon is living there, and that would be fucking awesome, in my opinion. I love Vecna, and I do think if Vecna is the be-all, end-all, that's great, but... I think there's something more powerful out there. See, I try to not get into all that. I do like the per- I like how personal it is with Vecna being the big guy, but I I try to not. I found I enjoyed this more, and to some extent, like I kind of got this from how crazy out of hand it was getting with Marvel. I'm just trying to stay away from all the internet stuff because while there's like people have way too much fucking time to, and they come up with really good theories and they can make you like show this stuff where that makes a lot of fucking sense. And then I get my hopes up or I think it should be that way. And it was starting to like really affect stuff for me. So I'm really trying to not do it with stranger things. Like I'm just, I'm along for the ride. That's fair. I, uh, I like also the soundtrack this year out of a show that always has a good soundtrack was the best they've ever had. Oh, for sure. I'm it's, really sad. We have to wait at least two more years. That's correct. Yes, it it is at least two more years. But yeah, from the constant running up the hill from Kate Bush, which like shot up the charts again. Uh, after well, both all these it years. and Master of Puppets hit number one. Yeah, and then the 
the least talked about thing is the fact that they played multiple times playing separate ways by Journey, which is just the most type song. God, I fucking love that song. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, loved it. Um, yeah, I just wish we did. I wish they had done a Lord of the Rings and already filmed the last season so we could just see that shit. Yeah, I really, really wish so too. But, you know pandemic world and all that they were behind but yeah i i did see that it's definitely not going to happen before 2024 which sucks uh let's talk some movies there's been a few big ones come out we're going to touch on those um let's start with the biggest obviously minions rise of Gru. Josh, thoughts? Um, yeah, it's minion time or some dumb shit that the internet's doing. Wearing suits and Morbius and all that. Oh, yeah, we can talk about that shithole. Uh, gentle minions is what you're talking about. There it is, gentle minions. I couldn't keep up with the trends. Chuck was the one that was really angry about the gentle minions. Chuck, thoughts on gentle minions? I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, you can't perpetuate and post a million it's morbid time memes and then get upset about gentle minions the I same level of stupidity yeah but morbid time's funny no it's not <laughs> also nobody went to morbius like dressed up as anything besides sad people who wanted their money back and i was gonna say no one went to morbius <laughs> especially not the second time they put it in theaters correct sony people dumb sons of bitches the, oh it's popular put it back out nope uh, uh sony really like it, for as much as they do good in the video game space they're real bad at everything else that is correct that is correct uh the it, the movie if you like uh the despicable me movies like it's fine. I, I found it very enjoyable. I took both my I took my girls to see it. They're a big fan of uh, Despicable Me and Minion movies. It's funny. It, it's genuinely funny. I laughed a lot in it. Uh, I like those characters. I'm not going to go into like detail because it's the fucking Minion sequel. Please, it's exactly what you think. Unless Josh wants me to. Clearly, no. Okay. Are you sure? Last chance. No, I can't talk about Morbius though. Yeah, go ahead. Sure, talk about Morbius. I'm gonna watch it, and I will counter you. Hey, I, I saw that movie. Oh, you, you seen? Oh, hell yeah! Dude. Oh my god, you liked it, didn't you? No, there's it, no way. Me? Uh, I just wanted to make sure. I feel like this podcast oh, likes to so throw me for false. an emotional loop sometimes. It's fucking terrible. Morbius is worse than the first Venom, but not worse than the second one. One hundred percent accurate. Um. God, is not, Let There Be Carnage sucks so much. It is not as offensively bad as Let There Be Carnage, but it's close. Um, it's just dumb. There's no point to this movie whatsoever. And, like, everything about it is just bad. It is 25 years ago comic book movies and in the worst possible way. It's just Jared Leto, like... There's there's no real reason for this movie is all I can say. Like nothing of significance happens. Nothing is interesting. And it's got the dumbest post credit scene of all time. The post credit scene makes me mad. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's Sony just trying to shoehorn in everything, a connection to whatever they want. It's 
fucking stupid. Do you care about spoilers for the the post credit scene? Uh, no, no, I don't. So at the end of everything, the the credits finish rolling, and you see the fucking purple or blue light or whatever from No Way Home, and for some reason, Vulture, who was not in the movie, by the way, <laughs> has been zapped to this universe based on the end of No Way Home. Even though he was never in this universe, it just banished him to a completely different universe, and he shows up, and he's in jail, and, like, he stares around his cell for a minute, and then he looks at himself in the mirror, and he's like, huh, hope the food's better in this place. And then they let him out of prison because they couldn't hold him on anything because he's not from that universe, and for some reason shows up in the middle of the desert to fucking talk to Morbius and was like, we should be good guys together. We should put a team together when they're really just setting up a shitty Sinister Six. Because Sony can't live in a world where the Sinister Six isn't its own movie property. I'm on board. It sucks, dude. It sucks so bad. I'm not denying that, but I'm on board. <coughs> like, Keaton, you bastard. Like, like what? did you really need like that extra house? Like, how much money did they give you? Oh, MCU gave them a ton of money. Because you know why this actually happened. This was in the contract for MCU it's, to keep Spider-Man. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's why I, that happened. It just, it just sucks, man. To bring uh-huh. in good things into this shitty thing to try to make this shitty thing not shitty. But it's just making the good thing shittier. Who greenlit a Morbius movie? Out of all the Spider-Man characters, Morbius? Like, that's my point. And, like, that's the other shit. I mean, think about the other shit. Like, out of all the Spider-Man characters, the movies that are being talked about coming are a Madam Web movie. Yep. And Silver and Black. Yep. What? And Michael Morbius. Next to the Sony Marvel Universe. (laughs) Hammerhead. Correct. There's also a Kraven. Yeah, cool. I mean, I would love Kraven to be... Done I by the MCU in a movie, I really would, but Sony's gonna do it, so it's gonna fucking suck. It's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be played by like Ashton Kutcher or something. No, no, it's <laughs> gonna be uh, Taylor Kitsch. I swear to God. Oh God, God, killer movie franchise. We can't get away. If only we could be so lucky. Let him fucking show up as the next Spider-Man for Sony, and then eventually it just tanks <laughs> so bad that they have to give it back to Marvel. Oh, Spider Kitsch. Oh, I like oh. <laughs> that's oh, an, that's an end of the Spider Verse part two. Um, let's talk out of I love out of nowhere Morbius talk. I'm still gonna watch that movie. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah. No, I don't hate this movie. It is better than Fallen Kingdom because so is the shit I took earlier. It's not a good movie by any definition of the word. Correct. There are Um, moments where it's fun. Moments. Yes. You were not having fun in the theater, but I think clearer heads have prevailed because you were real angry in the theater. There were really fucking stupid moments. Like you, You mean the entire plot point that's not about dinosaurs, but instead about evil giant locusts? Why? Why? Oh, yeah, Chuck. There's literally a third of this movie 
is dedicated to figuring out why the company that took over InGen, basically, which is run by Dodson, by the way, Dodson over here, um, created giant ancient locusts that they bioengineered to destroy all crops that aren't theirs. No, I'm back like on a weird side attempt to gain like a political edge in the world. This movie sucks. It's like the, the locusts are like this fucking big. They look like giant ass grasshoppers. You know how I didn't like Jurassic World when it came out? I still don't really like it, but it is an Oscar winner compared to the two follow up movies. <coughs> I still think the dinosaur action in this, while it is significantly less than it has been, is actually really good. The chase scene was really good. That was a, just an awesome action sequence. Yeah, I don't exactly understand why the weird Asian lady whose name I can never remember was like a weird animal vault, like raptor wrangler and sicked like mega raptors on people. But it was cool to watch. Yeah. She also did it in like a really dumb, fun way of like having a laser pointer that she like just shot at people and that they, they just chased them down like nobody's business. Also, there's no chance in hell that any of those people could outrun those raptors. No! No, they would have died so fast! Like, they out, so they fast! They out-parkoured raptors. Good good job, Bryce Dallas Howard. Man. Also, her Note character turn from one to three swift. is weird. You, what? Her character arc from one to three is real weird. Yeah, you're not wrong. And then, plus, the clone kid and... Oh, man. Like, also, if you're going to make it where, like, Planet of the Apes, where dinosaurs just live among us now they in the world. They needed to do that. The problem yeah. is, is that's what this movie was sold on, and again, it still didn't happen. It, no, it's not that at all. They're just, like, kind of out there in the wild. And... No, it's because they wrote in this dumb plot point of, like, we've basically wrangled up 90% of those missing dinosaurs, and they're on a preserve in the Arctic. Yeah, don't take a boat over that way. It'll go bad for you. Yeah, it's weird. This movie's not good. It's, it's got bad. its fun moments, but it's not good. It's just flat out bad, but it's no Fallen Kingdom bad. Yeah, it I mean, Chris, Chris Pratt's shine has started to wear off a little bit for me, so... I love Chris Pratt. He needs to be more choosy on movies, but he made, like, a billion dollars by taking that franchise, so it's hard to fault him. I feel like he's never recovered from Passengers, which I hold is actually not a bad movie. I agree. I don't think that movie's terrible. It got really panned, though, and not, him also... Choosing to be Mario has not helped. <laughs> I'm excited for it. It's apparently something we've never heard before. Oh, man. I'm, I'm also very excited for it, but it's not going to help the perception. He just does uh, Russell Crowe's accent and Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> God, if only. Hey, hey, let's talk about Thor Love and Thunder. What uh, a stupid. What'd you say, Chuck? What a segue. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, but, quick aside, uh, me and Josh have talked about Multiverse of Madness, but Chuck has now seen it. How'd you like it? It was all right. Yeah. It's good. It not- I actively dislike it. It's all I right. Would, I wouldn't I would say, say it was good, but I wouldn't say it was bad either. There are parts that are kind of bad. There are parts that are kind of great. Season- overall, it's, it's clearly in the lower half of Marvel. Act three gets real rainy, and I did not enjoy it. Yeah, the yeah. demons like reaching out through, and like the the first person camera shaking with the demon grab. It was the musical notes. I was a 
big hater on and like all the Raimi stuff in the third act. I was like, all right, we need to reel him in. And I really hope he doesn't do more movies. It was uh, also super disappointing to see Scarlet Witch's hard turn. I, I mean, I knew it could happen at some point, but I was, it was, it was a real hard turn. Just like just murdering people. It was a hard turn, but I also thought she was awesome. Like maybe like she's the best part of the movie. Where like the maybe the reasons for her character turning don't make sense uh, to the level that they did. But if they're gonna go with it, I thought she was great. I agree, she was. Well, she was the second best part of the movie outside of Act Two. Them being and everything with the Illuminati was the fucking best. See, that yeah, was crazy. I've, I've revised my ranking, and it is now officially whatever third from the bottom is thirty fifth or something like that. Like, it is only beaten out in terms of shittiness by Iron Man Two and Thor: The Dark World. I You're, genuinely dislike it. The Hulk is the worst MCU. <laughs> it's in the top. 30. Uh, that movie is not great. It's maybe uh, not in the top 30, but it's better than those three. Um, I don't know. I don't I <laughs> don't dislike this movie. It was fine. Anyways, we're not going to go. I just want to know what Chuck thought. The But I do. I stand by the fact that everything with the Illuminati was really fucking awesome. And they said incursions. And we're about to see a whole lot more shit of that play out. Yeah, because, you know, Secret Wars is coming. Damn right. Which is why when we heard incursions in the movie theater, I set up and was like, what? <laughs> uh, all right, so let's talk about Thor Love and Thunder. Hell yeah. This movie's great. Chuck? I love this movie. I like this movie a whole lot. I oh. think, No, I, it, it's somewhere, like I said, if you break Marvel into four different tiers... It's probably... You're almost going to be able to do that by tens in a second here. Yeah, and I agree. It's somewhere in the second tier for me. Probably middle uh, to the lower end of the second tier. While I I, I liked it a lot. I, it's not as good as Ragnarok, but it's still really good. It's, yeah, top, it's, not, it's top half for me. Yeah, yeah I would say, I would say top, half, would top if, half. If Evan is breaking it into fours, I would probably put it in my second tier also. And I 100% agree it's not as good as Ragnarok, but I watched this like right after um, watching uh, Multiverse of Madness, and I was it was the so whole much family was just having a blast. We were uh, laughing and clapping, and it was it was a great movie. We went to the movies to go see it. It was a great theatrical experience. Uh, screaming goats for the they're fucking the, win. They're, the, they're awesome in the comics, too. But, man, they, they did them so good. That and Jealous, <laughs> Jealous uh, Stormbreaker. George Stormbreaker is character of the year. When he is trying to, like, subtly under the table, basically, call Mjolnir to him. And, it and just, like, he's just, like, he, he doesn't want Jane to see him try it. And it's just, like, in that assembly hall or whatever. And then you just see Stormbreaker slide slowly in from his left <laughs> and, like, right in front of him. I might have pissed my pants. Like It's really fucking funny, man. The part that I lost it on was when they were traveling to the planet where Gore the God Butcher or whatever was. And it looked way off into the distance. And they just smashed right into it. Yeah! And then the yeah, and then like, the goat scream. God, I almost fell out of my seat, man. It was awesome. Uh, just, man, I really like Gore. Gore's character. Gore was great. Christian Bale did a uh, number one. He's just a fucking great actor, and I liked what he did with it. But I like 
some of the cinematography they did with gore fading in and out of shadows was so fucking good man yeah i agree with that it was great it, it it's a lot of fun um little less significant from what we could see as of now post-credit scenes um well but... no the jane's gonna come back i i don't think we've seen the last of her at all um, yeah, uh, getting getting Roy Kent as Hercules was great. Yeah, Rude, he is everywhere. Uh, uh, I like him. I like him a lot as uh, as Hercules. Hercules clearly going to be a bad guy at first, but will end up being a good guy. He's a Marvel hero. He is a big bisexual drunk guy in Marvel comics, uh, and I look forward to seeing that. Uh, in kind of drunk guy. Man, he is. He fucks whoever he wants, whenever he wants, and that they've had to tone it down because they're for a while, maybe even a little bit rapey. But uh, uh, he uh, he is just literally like every time him and Thor get together, they just basically drink each other under the table and go do zany shit, and it's really great. So I am here for it. That part, um, but yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I guess at the time I got uh, I wasn't frustrated, but I was agree. I got why people were like, there's no direction for phase four. People forget that we need to think of this like phase one when nobody was bitching because nobody knew what the direction was. Yeah. And then it was all going to come together. And guess what? At fucking Comic-Con, they're like, oh, yeah, here's where it's going. And then they laid out all of phase five and part of phase six, and including where it's going to end. We get two Avengers movies finally coming back in phase six and where we get the King Dynasty and fucking Secret Wars, which I promise you nobody's fucking ready for. Uh, Did you hear the incredibly disappointing report about the X-Men? Uh, there's all kinds of stuff flying around. What are you, Which one are you talking about? Uh, the reason that we aren't going to see them till 2025. Uh, no. So apparently from, and this is like being reported from legitimate sources, apparently due to the contracts and the holdover from the purchase of Fox, no existing character is able to be recast until 2025, which is why we've been able to see Patrick Stewart and why we've been able to see Evan Peters, but we haven't been able to see any X-Men character be recast. They cannot legally until 2025 is over. So we won't actually hear, see them until 2026. I think they can probably end up throwing some money at that. If they need to story wise, I also saw a report that said that they are using that as a red herring, uh, which Marvel has done before. We'll see. I'm fine. I also said that mutants mm -hmm. won't be that big a part until Phase Seven, but they're—that's where they're going to go with this. You're going to get Avengers versus X Men eventually, and I'm here for it. It's awesome. Um, I fully hope that they go modern with the mutants and make them fucking like what they are currently in comics, where they have their own mutant nation on the island of Krakoa, and they're basically fucking all immortal. If you kill one, that they can raise them from the dead, and it's awesome. I mean, I'm just here for all the Kang. I just really, really want to see the Quantumania trailer, and I'm very upset that we still live in a dumb world where a Comic-Con exclusive trailers exist. Yeah, Modoc. You mean Darren Cross? Known as Modoc. <laughs> That's never and, been a thing in the comics, right? Correct. No, that is that is new. I don't know. I like it. Where... Makes sense though. He's li like it's he's lived in the quantum realm, right? Because that's where he got zapped to. Wait, and most... what? Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Modoc was in the trailer. Apparently, they showed at Comic Con. 
live action Modoc, but it was Darren Cross. Darren Cross. That's what the MCU Modoc's going to be. Is Darren Cross what it, what the Quantum Realm turned him into? Yeah. I'm here for it. It'll be zany and wonderful, and I'm here for it. Everything they announced it at Comic Con was so fucking cool. All of Phase Five I mean, sounds really great. Again, Kang with the most badass line I've ever just read. I haven't even seen it in trailers yet, but he fucking turns to Ant Man and says, "You were you're an Avenger." Have I killed you before? And I don't know why, but that's just the most fucking intense thing I've ever heard, and it's awesome. It's really cool. More like ants. We are going to get... (laughs) You loved it. We're going to get uh, Fantastic Four casting, maybe at D23. That's going to kick off Phase 6. They had to do that because Fantastic Four are going to play a big part uh, on Secret Wars. Uh, they did announce today, Feige clarified, that Fantastic Four will not be an origin story. He said, much like Spider-Man, everybody knows that origin story. We don't have to tell that. We have to, have to tell where they've been and why they're here now. And I was like, fuck yeah, Kevin Feige, that's why you're the fucking best. I, I honestly would argue that people don't know that origin story as well. It's fine that they don't do it, but like, I wouldn't be mad if they did it. No, uh, I We've seen it twice now. I'm fine with there not being a third one. Um, they're, they're most... Oh yeah, I did forgot about before Fantastic yeah god damn it never mind yeah let's never revisit that origin again the only way i'm okay with that ever being discussed again is that in secret wars they have maker which is the evil version of uh of mr fantastic and that's what they bring miles teller in to do because he could fucking kill that role with like mcu level movies not directed by josh trank man that movie's not good anyways it sucks i've still never seen it speaking of miles teller yeah, last, but certainly not least, Top Gun Maverick. You mean movie of the year, Top Gun Maverick? It's probably the movie of the year. It's, it's so fucking good. <laughs> so good. It lived up to and exceeded every single expectation that I had, and I've been waiting for this movie forever. Just from the trailers alone, I was super hyped on it, but just the fact that it's been 40 years, basically, since the first one. This movie is so unbelievably good and is seeing unprecedented success that no one could have predicted i did you predicted it would make two billion dollars almost i did i said it's gonna be huge i i would interpret that as being two billion dollars uh past avengers hasn't it the original avengers yeah that's insane um it's incredible top gun the original was a top 25 50 at worst movie all time for me i've seen that movie probably 50 times in my life i adore that movie this is a better movie it's awesome it's it's a perfect sequel in every way the practical stunts that they do in this are fucking insane it's 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 truly insane like they couldn't do it because it like they just couldn't do that shit back then, and now they can. Like, man, some of the aerial shots that they get are like just jaw dropping. From him doing the canyon like run, uh, proving it could be done, to the actual dogfight at the end, which I won't go into spoilers because I know Chuck, you haven't got to see this, have you? No. I know you're not even a Top Gun guy, are you? No. You would <laughs> like. You still would like this movie. It's so good, man. The The canyon run that you referenced is one of my favorite scenes in a movie ever. It's just, it's so awesome. Like, it's, it's, 
you could feel him go and like watching them film this shit and knowing they're actually in F-18s and like you could see G's like literally like smashing their faces. Like it's insane what they did. Like every actor on that set that was up in a plane, like was doing legit crazy shit and throwing up like for the first several weeks of filming. Cause they were doing stuff that like the most advanced pilots in our Navy do. And they just had to fucking ride along with a camera pointed at them. And cause Tom Cruise just demanded it. Cause he's an insane person, but it made yeah. a damn good movie. And Bob. Yeah, Bob. Yeah. Bill, Bill Pullman's Bill son. Pullman's son, Bob. <laughs> Everywhere. But yeah, Miles Teller was so good in this too. Like, I'm so glad that he ended up winning the role and we still also got Chad Radwell. Yeah, Chad Radwell. He's amazing in this. As Hangman or whatever. Like, yeah, it's just, this movie is phenomenal. Like, everyone has seen it and everyone should see it. I, yeah, I, a lot of people have seen it twice. I've seen it twice. You've seen it two or three times, haven't you? I've seen it twice, yeah. I want to see it again. Yeah, I took Jayla back. Jayla was wanting to see it. We went for our anniversary to see it, and she like she just she loved it, and I was like, "Sweet man!" Uh, I uh, I got in my car after we were done, and like I turned on the Top Gun anthem, and hitting that on ramp to the highway right outside of UEC theaters, and that long stretch feeling like a runway was maybe the greatest moment of all time in my car, and I hit a hundred on that fucking on ramp. Um, I was flying. I, it, it was like, I, and I get that everybody's going to fucking say whatever, but like the last time I felt that way walking out of a movie was Speed Racer. And it like genuinely made me drive like an insane person on the way home. Uh, and that is exactly what this movie made me do. Also, Jennifer Connelly is still awesome. She is. She's hot in this movie. She is, dude. She is like a fine wine. It's made $1.3 billion. Six hundred forty of that is American. It's almost I, exactly split uh, split fifty fifty. You never see that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's funny because one of my favorite video game moments is Top Gun adjacent, and it's the when Danger Zone plays in GTA Heist, and Chuck had a fucking meltdown. Just because you bitches wouldn't tell me how to fly that plane, I didn't know how. I kept got to gotta figure it out, Chuck. As soon as I like got finally figured out how to get into the goddamn cockpit, I went directly into the water. It was it was amazing. God, everything about that was the best. Uh I love Top Gun. Uh good movies. We had a good little run there. It's been a little a little bit of a lull the past month. Uh some stuff's come out. I just haven't been able to go lately. I really want to see. I yeah, we were to, on a we were on a hell of a run there for a minute. Yeah, I'm gonna get back to it. I haven't got to see uh, Elvis yet. I don't want to. Um, I didn't get to go see Lightyear. Um, I didn't either. Or and I heard it'll Black, be on Disney Plus soon. Real soon, I think. Uh, and I heard the Black Phone's really good too. I do want to see Black Phone. I don't want to see Elvis, but I want to see Lightyear and Black Phone. Mm-hmm. Of course, we'll get into it. There's probably I don't know. There's a whole lot of shit coming out. Um. What comic book movies do we have left this year? We got Black Panther. Oh, God, the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer. Dude, that trailer made me cry so bad. Uh, we also have at least Black Adam and I think also Shazam. Uh, is Shazam this year? I thought they pushed it up when they swapped it with The Flash, but I might be wrong. I can't I remember. It's this year. 
I know I, the trailer from Comic-Con said January, but I remember very distinctly the report that they were pushing it up to 2022, but I might be wrong. It might only be uh, Black Adam and uh, Wakanda Forever. Yeah, and then, of course, you know, what Marvel shows, I think we've got, what, She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Yeah, She-Hulk still to come out this year. That trailer is really good, too. I really love it. these trailers. I'm so behind on trailers. Oh, man. <laughs> You need to just Google, like, a. you can find rundowns of all the good trailers from Comic-Con, uh, and they'll just have them, like, in a row where you can just watch them all. That's the best way to do that. Uh, there's a D&D movie, or not... Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, it yeah, with Chris so Pine. Fun. It looks great! I was like, oh, shit, I was not expecting this to be something good. The thing with that trailer and what they're doing with that movie is it just feels like how D&D campaigns are run. Like, it feels like every one of those characters is being played by some dude in, a, in their mom's basement in the best way possible. Like, when they talk about trying to figure out the plan and they're like, go figure it out over drinks, like, that is 100% what happens in D&D campaigns. And, like, they delay and act stupid and do things that they think are cool. This, I cannot wait for that movie. I also cannot wait for Rings of Power. Oh my god, we're only a month away. Man, that Comic-Con trailer was so good. Uh, uh, Fury of the Gods is this year. It was moved up. I was right. Hey, look at that. It's uh, December oh. twenty December 21st. Um, man, man, I... I, I, I liked it, that trailer a lot. I get why they didn't show anything for Flash, because they can't mention Ezra Miller right now, and I'm honestly <laughs> I think it's 50-50 if that movie comes out now, because uh, Ezra Miller is has got off the deep end uh dc did not need to be at comic-con and they hurt themselves more by being there why was it nothing for aquaman there because they don't know what they're doing with fucking amber Heard, dude yeah i guess that is it god yeah because that's in march i we're not gonna have a fandom this year i don't think i think we will still and i think that's why they shouldn't have done anything here they have to do something they have to tell us what they're doing with superman like I nothing is the answer. The answer is they're they doing still nothing. didn't say anything about Superman. Every single question at this panel, Chuck, was The Rock or Zach Levi asking if they're going to fight Superman, and each of them were like, "I don't know. I can't say." They were all trying to be coy about it, but there's still nothing. They didn't. They literally only talked uh, about Shazam and Black Adam. Why? Why, Josh? Why do you ever believe? That they're going to say Henry Cavill is coming. But you believe it. It feels like almost every week that there's going to be a Henry Cavill announcement. Because I want it so bad, Chuck. I Even know I, I, I hate Men of Steel. And I want it. I want it real bad. He was getting, like, I liked what they were doing with the character. Even though the movies weren't good. Like, sure, Justice League wasn't good. But I liked how they were changing Superman like as it went along. Like, And plus, Henry Cavill's just fucking awesome. Yeah, it's very disappointing and very frustrating to hear that, like, they just either don't know or, like, maybe they do plan on, like, announcing him, but, like, I don't know what they want to do with it at this point. I genuinely don't know what they want to do with their universe, and I don't just think they know. Just let James Gunn run it. Just let James Gunn run everything. Yeah, he's officially done with Guardians now, right? So, yeah. I mean, after that comes out, he's got to do press and everything for it, but, yeah, it's, I think it's wrapped filming. That trailer apparently broke everyone, too. Yeah, Baby Rocket. Baby Rocket and, like, Chris Pratt cried on stage. Yeah. About the end of the Guardians trilogy. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. 
I'm I'm very excited. It's also twelve ten. It's almost two a.m. Oh my god! You worked for Trey, and now you're becoming Trey. Yep. I look forward to like, you know, texting you and never hearing back. That's correct. Chuck, I already try and do that. <laughs> Chuck, watch all those trailers. You'll enjoy them. But yes. you know, okay. like, we'll do. The Wakanda Forever trailer is legit. Like Wakanda Forever, uh, She-Hulk, Black Adam, Shazam, and Rings of Power and D and D. Those are the main. I ones. think th- I think that's all of the big ones. Yeah. Rings of Power looks so good. God damn it, man. I Am Groot trailer came out, but I mean, that's a it's basically a kid's show. Yeah, I'm good on that, but the rest of it was awesome. Yes, agreed. All yeah, right. I'm still going to watch I Am Groot, so. I mean, I'll check it out at least. Uh, all right, that's going to wrap it up for us. We had a lot to cover. Hopefully, life will not prevent us from being uh, back to you guys soon. Um, I'd love to talk about video games. I've played a lot of video games this year. Um, but we'll see how life goes, but we'll be back whenever we can. Until then, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to free for all your source for all things geek. We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for more episodes when we make our return next week. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and rate and review us too. That's the best way for new folks to find our show. You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. At all. Yeah, all of her implants are gone. Yeah. Um, Not all of them. Shut up. (laughs) I knew it was going to happen as soon as I fucking...